Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Catherine and Alex will not be here today because Catherine is cleaning every closet in our house, and there are about 85 of them, so she even called a moving company to get rid of some stuff from our closets. <laughs> so what is that town? <clears throat> Unbelievable. But there's some there's some stuff as well that we don't... Oh, Andy, you're going to get some. What are you getting? Two chairs and what? Two chairs, a love seat, and a desk. See? Oh, you're getting a big desk? Yep. I love that desk. That was in the too. barn, right? Down in the day, yeah. yeah. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Don't like no lammers I know. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on a Monday. Catherine and Alex will not be here today because they're moving stuff. Because apparently I'm moving. I didn't know it, but I guess I'm moving. <laughs> Although we haven't sold our house, I don't know how I'm going to move. <clears throat> but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all works out in the end, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, ca- I can't make the call on this, whether because I don't know if Tim Lammers is a Democrat or Republican. But if he's a Republican, he's been killed by Democrats in a very entertaining movie. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? <laughs> well, first of all, Tom, I'm I'm neither. I'm like you. Yeah, I, exactly. They're all nuts. They're all they're nuts. They're all nuts, man. They are. It's I, true. You know, to align yourself and say, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, you know, no matter what this person does on this side. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I'm not down with that, man. I'm not. But you're talking about the movie The Hunt, I take it. Uh, how did this ever get made? 
<laughs> How did it ever get this far in the process I know. is what I'm wondering. But they did I make mean, it, right? I you're talking about, I, well, first of all, I didn't hear about this movie until, like, within the last week. When, after the shootings, the mass shootings, right. um, I believe it was ESPN that said, hey, man, we're not running these ads. So then they paused, I think is what they called it, on the ads. And then finally, uh, I think Trump tweeted something out and said, you know, I, I don't know he what did. he said exactly, but it was enough to rattle him to say, you know what, this probably isn't a good idea. But even if you look at the whole, even before the mass shootings, just this whole idea of, okay, we're going to have the elite hunt the deplorables. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what made anybody think that, and, and let's just reverse it for a second. Let's oh, just say God. it's the other way around. What difference does it make? It doesn't make any difference. The whole idea is disgusting. That's just well, the bottom line. It's going to cause some serious strife. It, it, it make it a lot worse than it already is. There is no question about that. And I talked to, you know, I, I mentioned to Tevin, this black uh, supremacy thing's got to stop. <laughs> you know, it's all they talk about. Oh, wait a minute. That's yeah, white man. supremacy. I forgot about it. Right. Well, you're guilty yeah, in both I counts. Mean, it, black and white supremacy. It it's your fault. But... <laughs> Go ahead, Timmy. Yeah, well, I was going to say, isn't it crazy that, first of all, we haven't even heard of this movie coming up, and then all of a sudden it's here, and there are big names attached to it, too. I mean, really? Hillary Swank, I mean, two-time Oscar winner. Oh, um, I mean, if you just look at the story, um, a ton of people are attached, and it's like, how did it ever get this far? Here's the and deal. And we're, we're talking about about six weeks from release. They finally decided to to pull it. And Jason, Jason, I don't know if it's Bloom or Blum, Blumhouse, Bloomhouse, they're the people backing this thing. Yeah, they you are. Know? They make horrible movies in general. That movie, well, It, was terrible. Well, Not I, It. He is actually, was the one? Us. Oh, yeah. Us oh, wasn't that what great. what a terrible movie. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. He, he, direct, he produced that. But he also produced Halloween um, he did, uh, yeah, he's, he's behind all the new horror stuff. So, yeah. you know, he's, yeah, he the movies are making money because they don't, they're not made for a lot of money. So no, they make a lot right. of money. No, that's absolutely true. No, here's what um, I would say about this whole idea of this, uh, the elites hunting the deplorables. Uh, and I'm very serious about this, whether, because I'm pretty much a libertarian. I'm right in the middle there. I don't really take a side in any of this, but I am. I am sick to death of what you people have done to my mother's Democratic Party. It was a party for the workers. It was a party for the farmers. It was a party for the, you know, the lunch pail people of the world. And you've turned well, it course. into a bunch of elitist jackasses that hate every. My mother would be so sad if she saw what you, you've done to the Democratic Party. It's disgusting. Well, growing up in Minnesota, Tom, I mean, and you know this too, and you mentioned the farmers. I, I knew it as the DFL. Thing. Absolutely. Whatever Absolutely. happened to the DFL? That Nobody says DFL anymore. No, no, they don't. Not in the state of Minnesota. It was only in Minnesota, I believe. Uh, yeah. Just like the independent Republican. Minnesota's like that, though. We try to prove that we're just as good as New York, so we're not going to be the Democrats. We're going to be the DFL. And we're, I do believe the DFL came uh, into being right after, uh, it was about 100 years ago, something like that, wasn't it? 
I got to find out when the DFL was formed, the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, because they didn't want to be aligned with the with the Democrats because they were all the slave owners and, and they were all the members of the KKK. 1944. Oh, wow. well, so, it was, so it was just after the war. Okay, so it was not, not quite 100, was, about 80 years, 85 years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, wasn't Something that like still that. during the war? 75 years ago. Uh, yeah, there was one year left in the war. Well, there you go. Yeah, so it was 75 years Well, all years I know ago. is, you know, growing up, I mean, being from a farm family... Yep. And the law enforcement family, um, because my dad did both full time. Uh, you know, we were part of the DFL. You know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and I'm I'm just wondering at what point did it evaporate and it's no longer. I, well, I just, it's yeah. been years since I've heard that reference. I'll tell but a little that, bit. I, I never knew that that's why it was formed, though. That's interesting that, that yeah. you looked that up, Andy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why it was named that, I believe, because they didn't want anything to do with the because you have to remember right up until pretty much. Well, it was a merger of the Minnesota Democratic Party and the Minnesota Farmer Labor Party. Right. right. So it became the yeah. Democratic Farmer Labor Party. But they didn't want to be aligned with the Democratic Party because of the whole race issue, the, the KKK, the slave owners were all Democrats. They wanted to move away from that. You know, that was a long time before that, but, you know. Here's the deal uh, for people that haven't heard of this movie. The studio's decision came out day after President Donald Trump took aim at the film, saying it was made to inflame and cause chaos. The story follows a group of elites hunting deplorables for sport. Universal has decided to scrap the release of The Hunt, an R-rated satire in which elites hunt deplorables for sport. Following a series of mass shootings across the country, the film had been set to hit theaters September 27th. How did this even get made? I know. We're going to have Democrats hunting Republicans and killing them and torturing them. You're supposed to be progressive. You're supposed to be liberal. You're none of those things. This is what Hollywood types think. God. This is how they operate. They're horrible. There's no doubt about it. The studio's announcement on Saturday came a day after President Trump took aim at the picture, though he didn't identify it by name. And Hollywood saying on Twitter, liberal Hollywood is racist at the highest level uh, and with great anger and hate. They like to call themselves elite, but they are not elite. In fact, it is often the uh, people that they are so strongly opposed that they're actually the elite. The, there is no elite in America. This is America, for Christ's sake. There's not supposed to be an elite, first of all. And that's why I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, because you both think you're elite. Kiss my elite ass. How about that? <laughs> God, I'm sick of it. I really am just tired of these. These people couldn't hold down a real job for five minutes. They're a, they are a bunch of elitist, not elite, but elitist jackasses who've never worked a day in their lives and just think they got all the answers. And they turned basically just because you believed what your professor told you, you dumbass. Uh, you're idiots. That's the big problem, right? I don't know where. Why you know? And imagine you're, you're part of the, the uh, making movies is is a tremendous amount of time and resource. And of course, now we're at the point where again. Um, obviously, it's being marketed and everything, and there are actual commercials out there of it. I actually saw a trailer. I did too, yeah. But it, it doesn't one person, one person out of all that group say, I know. No, this this might not be a good idea. Oh, no, no. Or are they, they all that afraid it. in that town? Because you know, it's just not going to be one of these East Coast, West Coast releases. It's going to, I'm sure that they're going to try to. Look, you're, the movie business is a business, you're in it to make money. So I'd imagine yep. at some point they're going to want to go with a wider release and how they think people wouldn't object to that. Now, again, 
you know, without taking sides, just reverse it. It's just the whole idea, the thought of one party hunting the other party yes. is insane. I mean, it's just uh, disgusting. And and uh, it's it's extremism is what it is. Yeah, and again, mm-hmm. you have extremism on both sides. So again, I I don't know, man. It's just it's just it's almost you almost look at it. This isn't an onion story, is it? No, no, <laughs> you know? it's not an onion story. It's you know? real. The Hollywood yeah, Reporter, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. But you look at it like I know. this is the sort of thing that you would see in the onion. <laughs> I'm telling you, honest to God, I'm, I've been amazed because lately. I have been approached by lots of black people saying they listen to the show now because they can't listen to anything else. It says these people, whether they're worse or better, you know what? People just want to be people and leave me alone. for. We have picked up so many black listeners because of this. Because, again, if you treat them poorly because of their skin color, you're a racist. If you treat them better than everybody else because of their skin color, you're still a racist. Because they're just people. Well, not Tevin. He's the only one that's not. He's the only black person who's not just a regular guy. No, no, I'm special. That's, <laughs> no, that's I'm what, very special. I was told my whole life. But, Tevin, let me ask you that. You're How old are you now? Uh, 27. God, I guess, Jesus. Well, I know you since you were seven. Uh, pretty much. Honestly, <laughs> God. 22, something but, like that. But what do you think of that whole deal that, that every time, like, here's an example of what I'm talking about, Tim. Tim, Tim and Tevin and Andy, Cassie, <clears throat> and all the listeners out here. Second, what I'm talking about. Uh, one of the computer companies is giving away free laptops to poor kids, right? And the television showed it, of course. Every single kid that was handed a laptop was a person of color. Not one white kid. Mm-hmm. What? How do you think you're serving the public? By Are you trying to say there aren't any poor white kids? Because there are tons of poor white kids, too. All children are getting the laptops. The company didn't, I don't think... I'm pretty sure they go, we'll give it to everybody. Unless you don't have any melanin, then you can't have one. It's like, Jesus, what is that? You know what I mean? There are lots of poor white kids. There are poor black kids, Mexican kids. You go down the list. It's poor kids. It's not poor kids of color. And I don't, does that do you any favor, do you think, as a black man? I'm mean, calling you a man's kind of loser. <laughs> well, I mean, like at that point, if it's like whenever it's noticeable that like one group exactly. is excluded, then it's like, okay, you went most likely went out of your way oh, yeah. to do yeah. that. Unless it's like you're in, I mean, even in rural Wisconsin where I grew up, like there was me and a couple handful of other black kids. It's like, right. yeah, you're going to have diversity pretty much anywhere you go. It's hard to find a spot that's all one race. So if you like handing out laptops, like it's like you really went out of your way to do no that, and now it's just about you bring attention to yourself rather 100%. than hundred percent. I agree. Doing that good for the community. Yep, it's all about me, me, me being so wonderful. Look, I'm even helping people of color. It's like what a mm-hmm. disgusting thing. The visual of that was disgusting. And we got a ton of calls this morning uh, about that. As a matter of fact, saying no, this is ridiculous. Uh, people calling in saying. Actually, it was an interesting morning show because we talked about about uh, a lot of black listeners called in this morning, and then all the white guys who called in wanted to talk about the titty bars. So you know, <laughs> because I made a mistake last week, I thought the King's Inn, which is up on Highway Ten, mm-hmm. I thought I always thought it was the King of Diamonds, but it's the King's <laughs> Inn, right? Because I've never been there. I think I was there once when I was a little kid when it was a restaurant. The King, it was mm-hmm. a restaurant back in the day. So I think I was there then. 
thought, I said it was the King of Diamonds and it looks like a dump now. And the woman who owns the King of Diamonds was like, wait a minute, we're in Invergrove Heights. We're not up there. <laughs> I went, oh, damn. So everybody called in and we talked about everything from plate glass windows to my favorite. Let me throw this in and I'll shut up, I promise, and turn it back over to Tim. Um, there, there was a law pass. I think it was in St. Paul. I'm not sure. But you couldn't, you could have, you could be naked from the waist up, but not from the waist down. Okay. okay. So you could you show your breasts, but that was all the body parts you could show, apparently. Mm-hmm. For, it was, I guess it only lasted a short while. But this smart ass woman, very clever, but smart ass woman, had a bikini bottom made, and the, the crotchal area looked exactly like a vagina anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got pants on. What are you talking about? How great is that? She has had a fake one over her real one. What the hell's wrong with you? Anyway, Timmy, we need to get back to being disgusted with politics. We really do. Ugh. I look at this, Tim, it's and I can't... It's a new deal every day. I can't a believe new ex- situation every day that comes up if you think you've heard it all then more comes up tim you would know this a lot better than me how many people did this have to get through when it was just a piece of paper going here's what we should do how did how many people does that have to get past to get made oh god i mean i countless countless people you know you unless you've got a tremendous well and again i would i would argue that jason bloom i'll call him bloom has a tremendous blue. amount of clout. He just does. Right. He's made a lot of money. He can he can afford to bankroll this. But again, you know, it's kind of like the people advising uh, Trump and Biden, uh, you know, not telling them where certain things took place and they come out and make right. fools of, them, of themselves. It's like somebody at some point, unless they're all yes men and yes women, uh, are why why you got to say, you know what, this, this is not good. This, this might incite violence. Oh, absolutely. This situation. Absolutely. I mean, we're, for, forget about protests. We're talking about protests and, and violence. We uh, will. You know, I, yeah, so, yeah. I just have to take a very quick break. We'll be right back with Tim Lammers talking about the most disgusting movie ever made. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. 
Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Dude, another one bites the dust. I love this song. Unless this is a, is this a Weird Al one? No, this isn't. <laughs> another <laughs> one rides the bus. Although that one's a classic. Yeah, that so. one's a classic, too. I You're absolutely right. So, Timmy, um, we're just in a situation. I think this movie may, in the long run, serve uh, serve a good purpose. Because this may be proof right there that these people need to get their head out of their ass and stop being so vicious and horrible, wanting oh. to kill people. They mm-hmm. destroy people's lives now on a daily basis, and they need to stop doing it just because we don't agree with them. Well, you know, I, I sent uh, Cassie another article about the ads being pulled. This actually is the second such movie this uh, well, within the last year, it looks like. Or two. Really? Um, if you look at the ninth paragraph down in the news story, it talks yeah. about from a business perspective, the hunt presents a gamble for Universal in these divided times. Now, this Good. again is Hollywood Reporter. <clears throat> the satire, and I think this is how they think they'll, they'll push this across. Oh, it's a satire. It's funny. Uh-huh. Um, the satire, Assassination Nation, also pitted the woke versus the unwoke. In, ver- uh, in uber-violent fashion. Sold at Sundance for $10 million, but the film fizzled upon release, earning just $2 million with Good. no international rollout. Uh, says one person involved with that film, we thought people would get the joke. So they're thinking, well, you know, this is funny, this is satire, this is a joke. No, people don't understand things that way. <laughs> This is not funny uh, you know, in any way, shape, or form. So yeah. they literally refer to themselves as liberal elites in the movie, right? Well, I, you know, it, you have to read the story. I, it, it came from somewhere. Um, I think there is a reference to the deplorables in the movie. Yes. Again, I haven't yeah, seen the do. movie because the movie never came out. But <sighs> I'd, be curi- I, I'd be curious to see it. Uh, you know, I... I would imagine at some point you're going to get some bootleg copies out there or something, or, you know, they might sneak it onto a Netflix or something like that. This, they, they're not going to make a, a major investment like this without trying to recoup something. Yeah, remember that true. whole that's deal true. with the, uh, the Seth Rogen movie when they couldn't put that oh, in the theaters interview? with the whole North Korea mm-hmm. thing? Oh, that's it's, right. And, yeah. they, and they got, then they pushed it out onto Netflix. So you almost mm-hmm. wonder if this thing is going to be... I'm sure it will. If it's going to find, yeah, it's going to find its way somewhere. Well, I might but cancel no Netflix question. then. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you're canceling no Netflix just because nothing good is on it I anymore. I like dog crap on there. <laughs> but there's no question the timing of it. Yeah, I know. You know, it's you terrible. have everybody, and, and everybody for right reason. I mean, it's a horrific thing that happened, and and then you know, if if Hollywood's going to bitch about that kind of stuff, and then only two weeks later, yeah, really, or, or I shouldn't say two weeks later, the the ads are out there now. It's like okay, yeah, this kind yeah. of goes against everything we're saying. This probably isn't a good deal to put this thing out there. Yeah, I you know? literally, I don't know. NBC Universal made it 
uh, they're owned by Comcast. I'd have problems. I'd call Comcast uh, today and go, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing making yeah. a movie like this? Here, let me, again, when I was a little kid growing up, my mother was an ardent Democrat. She loved the Democratic Party, loved JFK, loved all those people, right? My mother would never have thought to basically hold herself all wholly above everyone else because of her political views. These people are not liberal. They're not tolerant. They're not progressive. They're horrible human beings. And now all the dummies in the United States are lining up right behind them. Not the real Democrats. There are still lots of real Democrats out there that would never think of going to see a piece of crap like this. I know, man. (laughs) It just, it defies... Any sort of logic whatsoever. It really They must does. think that people, the people behind us must think, oh boy, people are, are, are sure sheep out there, aren't they? And they're just oh, going yeah. to see this movie and they're going to follow it and they're going to preach it as truth and, uh, you know, whatever. They're not going to, well, or put it this way. It's, they think, they, they promote it as satire, but do they honestly yeah. think that everybody is going to get the joke? Clearly, you know, in this other article about this other movie that was put out, that, Pitted the woke versus the unwoke. People didn't get the joke there, so you would think. Yeah, I don't know. Again, like as powerful as Jason Bloom is. Again, you're you're talking you're talking a major corporation here, NBC Universal. You know how do they not say no? How does not one person on the board there say you know what? How did they get to this state? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Don't Unless they the agree with the movie. One of the biggest mysteries of this year. Yeah, unless they... What were you saying, Andy? Unless they agree with the premise of the movie. I mean, people like... People who have so much power and so much wealth like that tend to be at least slightly sociopathic. So Yeah, that's true. I do love this line, ladies and gentlemen. I knew it. I was looking for this, and I finally found it. Trump's apparent interest in the hunt follows heavy Fox News coverage. Oh God. <laughs> God, was you, it's not Fox News. It's your stupid-ass idea to make a movie where liberals kill conservatives. I mean, my God. So you think someone should die because of their political beliefs? Really? You really think that? Tortured, do. too. I, do you think, okay, we're, there are three people in the room and one person on the phone. If all four of you said, I don't really care for your political views at all, I'd go, oh, okay. Then I'd go, well, then I'm going to have to kill all of you. (laughs) I mean, Jesus. Okay, well, that's fine. That works. Got no problem with it. Yeah. I don't know. Tim, what the hell are we going to do with Hollywood? It's your fault. It's my fault. I take responsibility. (laughs) Well, here you go. Just that little remark I made. Yeah. Um, you know, back in, in in the day when I was, you know, I I'd never really had a staff, but I certainly had people, you know, that were writing, you know, under me. I was an editor, and you know, um, if something went wrong, I took responsibility, even right. if I weren't the one that right. that that wrote, wrote did the wrong thing or whatever. I would take responsibility because I was the guy that was leading up that department. Right. So the whole thing is take responsibility and live with the consequences of even if it's somebody else's actions, you take responsibility. And, and, and somebody here to needs do. to take, who's going to take responsibility? 
Well, no, no. Let's just say, well, let's play the blame game instead. Let's blame it on this. Let's blame it on that. I don't know. I don't know. Again, it, it's mystifying to me. Again, one of the greatest mysteries, movie mysteries of this year is how this movie ever got made. And got yes, made. exactly. And why a person like Hillary. Now, i got to be honest with you. Anybody involved with this movie, I will never see another Bloomhouse movie. I will never see another movie Hillary Swank is going to be. I have no interest. If you're that insane, I have no interest in giving you my money. None at all. I'm never going to well, have it's interesting. You you read the comments on some of these, and Hollywood Reporter doesn't have comment sections, but Variety no. does. And somebody was saying, trying to defend it, saying, yeah, but you see, the, the, the deplorables turn the tables on the elite. And, you know, so therefore it's not a bad thing because, you know, there's... <laughs> you're oh, trying to justify the movie. Even yeah. if the uh, yeah. people being hunted are the good guys, it's still... It's just... The uh, tribalism involved in it is just not a good idea right now. And that's what this is, isn't it, Andy? It's all tribalism, mm -hmm. isn't it? Well, it's, what's scary is, that, you know, you talk about political beliefs, and yes, um, you know, that, that's behind it, but these people are hunting presumably people they don't know. They're, they're hunting them simply on the virtue of, you don't believe what I believe. Yes. Well, I heard that they're, like, some the people have, like, they were posting racist comments online, so they went and kidnapped them and then hunted them. Oh, that's what it's all about? Yeah. They oh, do okay. that all the time. Okay. Nobody's ever hunted me. <laughs> oh, laugh it up, Tevin. <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> Little do you know. We're playing the long game, Tom. <laughs> that's right. We're coming after you one of these days. No, you say anything now, and it's just horrible. Oh, my God. It's like, that's not what I meant at all. Well, that's how I took it. Well, yeah. how you mm -hmm. took it and what I meant are two completely different things. Oh, yeah. The, I'm offended by whether it's a joke on stage or some song or whatever they hear. It's like, I know. Or, or even if it's just they're completely wrong. The problem is people have a huge emotional reaction immediately. And then if they find out they're wrong, they would have to admit that all that screaming and yelling they did was out of basically stupidity. Yeah. So instead they say, no, I'm still right because actually what you meant is what I said you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to go into denial than to yeah, admit that you were wrong, especially if you made a huge deal about something. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I would rather just go see Sharknado 8 or what, yeah, what's coming real. up? Who, our, uh, zombie NATO? Yeah, Zombie NATO. No, it's called tsunami. Zombie Tidal Wave. Zombie they, they Tidal Wave. an opportunity with a zombie tsunami or something. <laughs> like that. I'm sure zombie that's coming tsunami. up. Zombie Tsunami, that's a great Well, day. they already have Zombie Shark. And you then have zombie they, shark. Yeah, because yeah, they're gonna be sci-fi is gonna be, you know, kind of doing a marathon, and mm -hmm. then they're gonna premiere the new uh, zombie tidal wave. Now, I don't know if zombie tidal wave means like all the people that have been in the water that've been killed by sharks are gonna come back. Uh, maybe that'd be kind of creepy go. coming up on the shore. But yeah, you got sharktopus. You have atomic shark, damn sharks, five-headed shark, six-headed shark. Megalodon. <laughs> I mean, they're... Baby, shark. Uh, Baby shark. Baby shark. How about the dreaded one-headed shark? <laughs> the dreaded one-headed shark. Very should... dangerous. But that's what it should be all about, though, right? It should be about stupid escapism. It's that cheesy That's what goodness. I love yeah. about movies like Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, it's over-the-top silly. Yeah. 
you know, Deadpool, same thing, same guy directed a Deadpool 2. I mean, he knows how to entertain people. He doesn't try to put his beliefs on you. He just wants people to forget about this crazy life this has become for so many people, you know. Well, now even... Break from it. Now even Marvel is getting super political, though. They are. It's like even the escapism died, has become the things you're trying to be as, trying to escape from. Oh, God, I got a text message from a guy who said, "Thank God the hunt makes what is it zombie what zombie tidal wave zombie the hunt makes zombie tidal wave look like Gone with the Wind." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, God, they got to calm People down. aren't, the, you know, the, the major dailies out there, or not the dailies, the major trade magazines aren't afraid about reporting about this. I'm glad that they didn't try to cover it downplay up, yeah. it, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And people are pissed, rightfully so, that that a movie they like are. this well, ever yeah. was made in the first place. But why, what is Hillary Swank thing? So, in other words, what Hollywood just said by being in this movie, even making this movie, is we will kiss anyone's ass to get work. That's basically what it says, right? Well, yeah. I mean, literally in some cases. Yeah, literally in some cases, it's true. I mean, you disgusting I'll put my mouth on whatever you want as long as you give me enough money. That's basically the Hollywood uh, zeitgeist. And now you've given Donald Trump more ammunition to go after the deplorables thing with the Clintons. (laughs) So he'll be doing that now. I don't know. I just want to live my life. I'd like to help people out as much as I can. Catherine and I do a lot of that, and we live a great life, have a wonderful family, and I just leave me alone. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's what everybody wants. Just leave, leave me alone. Do whatever you're doing over there. <laughs> yeah, over as there. Long as it doesn't hurt anybody, then yeah, we'll move on. Alone. Just leave me alone. I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you would think Hollywood would get it by now because... There's been such a downtick on box office sales and everything mm-hmm. like that, but yet they keep, it's like the definition of insanity. They keep doing the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. expecting a different result. Right. And, <laughs> and, you know, people yeah, are not going to want to see this. I, the polarizing, you know, here's my feeling all along about this, is that the people that put out these movies, they have to realize that not 100% of the people that they're audiences are made up of of all political persuasions right they can't believe that you know they're going to sell this 100 percent to the base i don't know they just kind of tend to ignore the fact that they might alienate half of their audience i don't get that i never have gotten what we need is a strong democratic voice to stand up and say you need to knock this off this is way out of line once again, we need somebody like a Martin Luther King Jr. to stand up and say, look, because he never was the kill whitey kind of guy. <clears throat> he just wanted to say, no, we, we need to live as human beings and be decent people. We need that more than ever in who we got. I mean, look at the people we got. Oh, my God. Whatever. But I guess they're trying to sell newspapers and they're trying to get people to watch. Do you know the average age of, uh, of a uh, broadcast television network? The viewer, the average age of a viewer to CBS, NBC, 70? ABC, and Fox. Yeah, I'll say it's got to be up there. 59. No, I was not that far 59. off. 59. So that basically Sounds means... Sounds about right, though. In 10 years, they'll be done. Uh, and if radio doesn't watch what they're doing with this dumb bastard that's got running that show, they're going to destroy radio, too. What show? 
I can't name the, I can't name the <laughs> oh. company. <laughs> it's not Cumulus, though. If it were Cumulus, I'd tell you. But it's another, the, the, seriously, we have so many people now that have, you know went to college and were obviously poisoned by their idiot professors who couldn't have a real job. Remember the old saying, those who, those who, do. Those who can do, those who can't teach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember one, somebody said that to my brother-in-law who was a teacher. That didn't go over too well with the Irish Puerto Rican, I'll tell you that. He had a kind of a strong reaction. Ooh, we got to take a break. Be right back more with Tim Lammers right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. Why? Because you're a deplorable. Is that why you can't walk out? <laughs> deplorable. To deplore someone means to hate them to a, a, a new high level, correct? Deplorable is more than hate, hateable. Mm-hmm. So basically, you you deplore them, you hate them so much that you'd like them all to be dead. Explain to me how, again, that is progressive or liberal or understanding or tolerant. How is that at all what you claim to be? I just don't, I don't get it. It's just like you got them on the far left talking about how progressive they are, and on the far right, you got all the religious people that also want to kill everybody. So what the hell is that? Yeah. People can't have a discussion anymore. They just no. yell and scream and hit each other. Damn apparently. it. <laughs> Devin already punched me once on the show. <laughs> I didn't let anyone know, but I got socked right when I got here. It is unbelievable. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. Getting off the deplorable deal. Have you seen anything? I can't remember if it's on CBS All Access or Netflix or one of those. It's called uh, Tell Me a Story. Have you heard about this? No, no. What, what's it about? One of these cable channels or apps or whatever the hell it is um, remade like the ten most famous scary stories of all time, and I, I've oh, heard it's wow. really good, but I haven't seen one yet. 
No, no. So that, tell me a that, story. Yes, yeah, CBS All huh. Access. It is CBS All Access. Now, what does it say about Does, does it give a review in there? Uh, it just says, Beloved fairy tales interweave to create a, sub, oops, a subversive tale of love, loss, greed, revenge, and murder set in New York. Really? Greed and murder in New York? Never heard of it. No. This is, <laughs> How this is that a new ever premise? Happen? I don't know. Does it, does it get good ratings? Does it say anything about rating uh, it? A 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't count. I wonder if there's somehow you make money in Rotten Tomatoes because their numbers are all over the place, man. Well, like I've long said about that joint, is that, <laughs> that joint. it's funny how... <laughs> Well, it's funny how if you're going on a scale of four and it, yeah. there is a way to, to look at what the reviewer, I'm talking strictly movies here, Yeah. Um, what, exactly. what they give it, their score. And it's funny to me how some 2.5 ratings are fresh and some 2.5 ratings are rotten. Yeah, that's so right. So therefore, do you, did they use, did they make up their mind as to what is fresh and what is rotten? Do they... Make that final call. Yeah, I don't know. Some, and, and and skew the numbers that way. I mean that because 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 really, I mean, just because the movie is fresh basically means that it probably got a two point five or above. It doesn't mean it's a stellar movie. It doesn't mean that yeah. if a movie is ninety eight percent, you know, half of those reviews could have been a two and a half to three star movie, right? Which mm. is a good movie, not a great movie. So, you know, the way it's all about perspective. I mean, you know, I, I, that's why I, I can never look at a score and say, Oh, it says 98%. I got to see it. I, I don't, I don't believe it. I, right. I got to look. No, you're right. In, I, I want to look at individual reviews and I don't look at individual reviews, but they got the little blurbs. And then there's another way of it, I think you can search. It says all reviews or something. If you click that, then they all line up and then you can see what they gave it out of, you know, four or what they gave it out of 10. But again, to me, the weirdest one has always been some of the 2.5s out of 4 are fresh, and some of them are rotten. Yeah, And a lot of no times sense. for the same movie. So I, I don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't get how they justify what is fresh and what is rotten. I don't either. Does anybody understand that? Because I don't understand no. anything. Mm -mm. I mean, I've, I've watched some things that were like 98% and whatever. I lasted about 10 minutes. Like, oh, my God, this movie sucks. But yeah. people just love it for some reason. I don't know. Do they I, pay I for that sometimes? Uh, they got to. It's I, like, kind of like Yelp. I think that the, yeah. there's a lot of studios that we should be away, you know, <laughs> because no, I know. It, it, it can it can wreck a, you know. And then there were, they, they did away with the whole um, viewer score, the audience score. They changed that up because people were allowed to go and vote multiple times on a movie and then they could drive right. the audience score right. way down. So uh, all critics. Okay. So if you go to critics reviews um, for fast and furious presents Hobbs and Shaw's, if you go and you click all critics, then you, you'll have a, uh, the blurb and then it has a link to the full review and then it'll give you the original score. And I'm trying to think, okay looks like the 2.5s are rotten oh wait okay here we go jake coyle of the associated press uh gives it a 2.5 out of four it's fresh yet you go down to katie walsh of the pittsburgh post gazette she gives it a 2.5 out of four and it's rotten what well how could yeah so nice criteria yeah. 
I, I don't know. I mean, do the people at the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, do they um, – I'll, I'll send Cassie the link that she can pull up for you guys, um, for, for particularly for Hobbs and Shaw. I don't, I don't know. I, do, do they have staff members that look at it and say, well, even though it's 2.5, I think – I get the feeling that they don't like it here. So we're going to give it a rot. Oh, so they make a judgment call on it. I well, see. they must. But again, yeah. that's their, it's all subjective, though. Now now you're getting um, somebody being subjective about a, an objective review. A subjective review, excuse me. Right. So you're just kind of trying to read into the tone of the writer to determine whether they liked it or not. Oh, God. I don't whatever. know. It's just... Yeah, I, I've never liked the whole Rotten Tomatoes score thing. I, I, I just think you could skew it any way you want. No, oh, I think that's probably true. What are you laughing about, Cassie? Oh, one of the comments. <laughs> On what? For Hobbs and Shaw. For Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, it says the cardboard standees of these guys in this movie theater across the road just have as much depth. <laughs> <laughs> have as much depth as a movie. Yeah, you know. That is about a quarter of an inch. <laughs> and look, look, man, I'm a critic. You know, I do reviews with you guys and on KQ. And, you know, look, I have my viewpoint too, but I've never been one of these people. You swear to God, they write stuff because they want people, they want that quip that can go on the back of the yeah. video box mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's all about getting their attention that way and being clever and trying to be funny rather than actually informing your audience and you know what i'm saying so yeah. i think that that's yep. that's what you get with these little blurbs there you know they just try to be oh look at how clever i am mm. uh very few i do read you know they're in the past i've read some reviews from the star tribune uh one of my favorite reviewers and he is in Minneapolis, and he still reviews films from time to time as Jeff Strickler. And oh, right. Sure you know sure. that name. Yep. He, the dude is all about informing you about the movie, giving you his opinion, yes. Yep. But he never got cute, none of that sort of stuff. And, and I've told Jeff, too. I said, Jeff, you know, I, I just love it because you're, you're informing me. That's what it should be about, you know? Absolutely. But you don't get much of that anymore. You, you get a lot of this, oh, look at how cute I am. Look at how clever I can write, you know, in, in the way. And, and a lot of times they get clever in the way they slam movies because yeah. that's when you can really. You mean like get, when they say it has no depth? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty clever, that though. That is pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny. You know, yeah, I'm sure they're right sometimes, you know, and, and that's fine. But I don't know. I, I just don't read reviews. I don't pay attention to them anymore because it's all about being clever. I don't blame you. Now, we've only got about six more minutes with you, so I want to get Timmy's take and everybody else's take on did Epstein kill himself or was he killed? Oh, huh? He was for sure killed. He was killed, he wasn't was he? for sure I'm killed. I'm telling you, he got bumped off. Just happened 24 hours <laughs> earlier. They ratted out Prince Andrew and what Bob Richardson and all these different people. And all of a sudden, uh, by the way, the reason I bring that up, this story just popped up uh, about, oh, two minutes ago. Jeffrey Epstein hadn't been checked for several hours. You got a guy in a jail cell. Now, apparently they took him off a suicide watch, which I don't understand. Mm. Uh, they took him off suicide watch, but they didn't check him for several hours, and they found him dead. And he didn't. they didn't find him hanging, by the way. Yeah. So if he did hang himself, what did he do? Well, now that I'm dead, down. I'll take the noose off and... 
I mean, yeah, and then weren't like the cameras mysteriously malfunctioning? Yeah, the cameras malfunctioned. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. Something. Well, it didn't, and whatever the case may be, if it was a hit, do people think that because he's gone, that there hasn't been um, investigations into this? Do they think that there aren't any little secret? Books that he kept that listed all the people, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've you've eliminated the threat, I guess. But I I don't know. I don't. I think this is obviously far from over. Yeah, it's if far. They think from that over. no other names are going to come out. They're crazy. How about there Donald Trump? There. Loose cannon, Donald Trump. Well, it looks to me like the Clintons killed Epstein. <laughs> really? <laughs> he just comes right out and says it. Like what? Oh. They probably did, but I mean, you know. Don't they say that the Clintons have killed like twenty-five people or something? Yeah. Isn't it? It's a pretty high number, isn't it? Oh God! Don't tell it's... me. Please stop. <laughs> I got. Oh my God! It's yeah. blood now. Oh, right. you got a bloody nose. Oh, son of a. We could shove Kleenexes up it. <laughs> you know what else? Do like a she's the man or whatever, and <sighs> tampons up the nose. Yep. Why would it be bleeding though? That's just because your blood vessels are mm -hmm. raw. I got rhinoplasty. No, wait a minute. That's your Rhin nose job. No, what do you have? What is it called? Rhinorrhea. Rhinorrhea. Diarrhea of the nose. Diarrhea of the nose. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't understand. What is that, Andy? What, what causes that? Most likely just allergies. Yeah, that's what I think. That well, or you have a cold. Ragweed? Uh, yeah, that'd do it. Uh, I hate everything. I think I'm going to make a movie about killing people who give me a bloody nose. <laughs> I'm killing ragweed by the dozens. But in any case, I don't know. I, th this whole situation, I'm, I, you know, it's funny because you know, Andy goes, oh, God, we're going to talk about that today. I sit down and I look at the, the, uh, the highlights. Um, Jeffrey Epstein hadn't been checked for several hours. Russia's mystery explosion may be a big deal. Scaramucci says the GOP may have to replace Trump. Ten best worst states to give birth. Is there any joy? Is there any happiness left in the world? <laughs> Is there anything left? Why do, why do you guys think, and all of you, I mean, why do you think people want to be so miserable? I think it's probably because like, if people in real life are miserable and then we see other people miserable, it's like the comforting, like... Oh, somebody's more miserable than me now. That makes me feel a little bit better about myself yeah, a little bit. Or, you might be right like, about that. So my misery's not as bad yeah. as your misery? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. really adult. That's really Well, sweet. that's why people love the, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, when the, you only had the National Enquirer with all the negative news about celebrities. People liked that stuff. They ate it up because they liked to see successful people suffer. Mm -hmm. So they're so they can yeah. feel better about themselves, mm -hmm. you know. When somebody oh they have it all, and then when they suffer, people take you know great joy in that. It's so childish. It's just so childish. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. But that that's got to be part of it. It's like they make them it, by seeing somebody else. They thrive in other people's misery, which is uh, sad. And how really, about, that's no way to live a life. No, you're right. No. How about your boy Biden? With an, between him and Trump and the things they say, I don't know what the, where I'm headed anymore. Because now Biden said, I remember when all the families of the Parkland shooting came and visited me when I was vice president. Oh, oh my God. Well, that happened a year after you left office. But, you know, hmm. don't worry about that. I think he was talking about Sandy Hook, pretty oh. sure. But he didn't know. 
does he know anything? Does Trump know anything? Are these two go- really going to be the people running for president? This is the choice well, we get, Trump and Biden. Yeah, I mean, right now, Biden is, from what the polls, whatever you can believe, I mean, he's got a dominating lead over all the other candidates. Yeah, he does. Oh, I got to ask so, you, before you leave, you got one minute to go, but I got to ask you, what is wrong with Kamala Harris? You did you, you did hear that her father revealed that their family, their their ancestors were slave owners, right? You hear about that? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, Kamala Harris's uh, father said, well, our, our family owned slaves, not him when he was alive, but their ancestors owned slaves. And I also, yeah. so they asked two questions of Kamala Harris, and I'm not making this up. They said some blah, blah, blah. She goes, well, actually, yes, we do need to take care of that. It's very important that that gets taken care of for all the people of the United States of America. But when I'm president of the United States, uh, that'll be taken care of. And then another person asked about, about the shootings, and she, she went just like this. Now, he didn't pull the trigger, but he sure did supply the ammunition on Twitter. What are you, on Esther? All of a sudden, she's on Esther. Now, Tevin, as a black man in America today, isn't that a little obnoxious? I mean, have you seen, Andy, could you find it for me? When Probably talks, not. Oh, God. Honest God, he didn't pull the trigger. I was like, oh, God. Do I no, hate- Tommy. What? After you said that this morning, the place you can find it is right on uh, Kamala's Twitter account. She has a, a pinned tweet. Of oh, her saying that? Of, yes. Oh, God, she's so, so she's proud of all of a sudden she's a completely different person. Oh, yeah. So basically, Tevin, ask me how I like uh, being in Minneapolis. Uh, Tom, how do you like uh, being in Minneapolis? It's really great. I've always enjoyed living here. Now ask me uh, if I've ever visited England. Uh, have you ever uh, visited England? It was that one time, and it was marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? That's like, that's like uh, there's a like a gif or a meme of Barack Obama years and years ago shaking oh, really? hands of a college basketball team that had just won. I think it was like North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And there's like a string of like three white people, and it's like a very nice, proper handshake. And then like the black guy gets up, and it's just this like typical, stereotypical like black handshake. Yeah, like, <laughs> they like time it up. With, they time it up with like some music that's like some <laughs> stereotypically white music, and then a rap song plays. And... I just love that. Did you find it, Andy? Uh, yeah, I think so. God, I hope it's the one. People say to me, "Did Donald Trump cause those those folks to be killed?" Well, no, of course he didn't pull the trigger, but he's certainly been tweeting out the ammunition. That's not the one. No? It's even worse. Mm. It's that's exactly what she said. But there's no like the before clip of it. Yeah, I mean, honest to God, when she did it, it was like, "But it's not it's blood I mean, it's not it's like, like I said, "Hey, Fred Sanford, your aunt's here." <laughs> to God, oh God, we gotta go. All right, Timmy, another brilliant report. I agree with you on the hunt. And uh, it's it's just insanity. It is. I I never. Again, it's just it's crazy enough. The the whole idea, just somebody pitching you an idea like that. But then again, like I say, it got through production. It was made. It was edited. It was all ready to go. And it's the marketing phase. And finally, somebody says, somebody said, we're not going to run that ad. And then all of a sudden, everything caved in and pulling it. It is horrendous. Somebody's right. going to take it to three. They're going to take a few million dollar hit on that one. Yeah, I would think you're probably right. Okay, here's the deal. We'll just, you know, 
We'll talk to you on Thursday. By then, there might be – no, never mind. I was going to say there might be some sanity, but it's never going to happen in four days. So <laughs> All righty. All right. Uh, talk to you Thursday, Tom. Have a great week, everybody. You too. Thanks very much. Thanks. We'll be back with our number two with the family.